Welcome, everyone, to the Good Improv Show right here on gradio.ca. We're back again, and you are on Edmonton's best local station. We're going to make up some stuff for you right off the top of our heads. I'm excited for today's show, you guys. This going to be a good one. We got a flood of suggestions that came rolling in. A deluge. Uh, a couple of these are from Twitter, and, a, and several are from Facebook. So that's fun. We got, from Twitter, we got Noodles. That was courtesy of at GetMyGist. We also got Dazzle from at AmyGirl. Thank you very much for those two suggestions. Those are going to be fun to work with. Yeah, thanks, guys. Then over on the old Facebook machine, we've got... We got uh, Pumpkin from Rachel Whipple. We've got Critter from June Horluck. And Wasteland from Rachel Ironmonger. Thank you very much for those suggestions, guys. We really appreciate that. So everyone's talking about mobile homes, how it's, you know, cheap, affordable way to get a house. I have been growing my own. I introduce you to the pumpkin mini mobile home. Each of these pumpkins is big enough for a person to almost stand up in. Fits a bed, a small kitchenette. The washroom is outside. That's the, I can't figure out how to get the John in there, but uh, yeah, sleeping quarters, kitchen, living quarters is, you know, well, it's the same place. It's a pumpkin. And you've used a lot of candlelight in here. Well, a lot of candlelight. It's dark. It's dark in the pumpkin. It's hard to. The window and door shapes are just so unique. Well, you know, I went with a triangle configuration. Just hand carved. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Each, each home is hand carved. You know what? I don't even mind the smell of it. Yeah. It smells like roast pumpkin seed. You know, if you just keep your pumpkin seeds, put them by the candles. No, I just, I have one quick question before we decide to put our names on the dotted line and really buy let's, this let's place. Do, yeah. I really let's, want you. Let's I really want you as well. I do too. Let's talk turkey. Come on. Let's, what do you, what well, do you, need? What do you want to know? As you know, a mortgage I lasts do? roughly 25 to 30 years. I do. I'm just concerned that... This house may completely rot away in it will two to three months. It will definitely go down in value. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a mobile home. Mobile homes don't go up in value. They go down in value. This one will depreciate very quickly. It is a pumpkin. It's a, you know, but I mean, uh, keep it, uh, keep it watered. Keep it attached to the vine. It, you should get, you should get a couple weeks out of it. Look, we've lived in small gourds before. Well, sure, sure. But this is different. This is a big commitment. I know. But look, we just came from a starter squash. And I really think this pumpkin is the next logical step for us. I, You know, I can see you guys really need to talk it over. And that's fine. We did have another couple looking at this pumpkin yesterday, though. They seem pretty keen. So I, th- I think it's fair to warn you that, you know, they may be putting forward an offer. Well, so. well, I'm just, I'm just concerned that. The pumpkin is associated so strongly with Halloween. Mm-hmm. People are going to look at our house and they're going to be like, oh, that's more of a jack-o'-lantern than a, a house, you oh, know? Oh, I see your concern. I see your concern. Especially due to the windows and the doors. I haven't shown you the best part yet. If you look up here, you just push this top up, up. Uh, uh, there's a skylight. Look at that. Wow. Let some light in from the top. Makes the whole place bigger, I think. I mean, if it rains, we might have some trouble. Well, you can put that back on. How's the seal on that? Because it kind of looks like it's kind of just jaggedly cut out. Standard pumpkin seal. Hmm. 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 Now I can see you guys are having some trouble making up your mind. All right. I see you're torn about this whole pumpkin portable house thing. So let me sweeten the deal. If you buy this pumpkin today, you get a smaller 
secondary guest pumpkin thrown in. I'm a little worried if we get that that side pumpkin, you know, then suddenly my brother is moving into the side pumpkin. Suddenly I can't get any space. The whole reason we wanted to get a pumpkin to begin with. Well, yeah. I know because the gourd was getting a little too small with your brother in there, but at least then we'd have a place for him to go. Yeah, that's true. We wouldn't keep bothering us. Okay. Listen, um, we want to adopt a kid one day. Oh, that's sweet. You know, but the child that we are looking at currently and mm-hmm. in line for, he has a bit of a pumpkin allergy. Oh, uh, this thing is made up 100% pumpkin. 100%, hey? We could renovate, I suppose. We could get some butternut squash in here or yeah, redo the walls. Uh, redo the walls and a butternut. Be worried, I'd just be worried he'd be allergic to that as well. I mean, it is a similar family. How dare you make such an insensitive yeah. comment? Why don't you go knowing we're adopting a child and saying something like a similar family? Judging my family's on No, the pumpkin. The pumpkin's a similar family to the, the, the gourd, the, the, the squash that you were saying. He's allergic to squash. Also, suddenly the pumpkin ain't good enough for my family, huh? I think maybe we're just going to go with a hollowed out melon. No, I think maybe I, that's oh, what we will go I, for. I, I, oh, oh. Grab your things. We're going. Thank you. Darn it. Almost had it. Want to have a quick staff meeting? All right. Yeah, sure. What is it, boss? Now here at Waste World, we take pride in our products. Okay? I do. I take pride in my product every day. We sell high quality toilets and toilet products. And when I'm walking around the showroom and I see one of our porcelain thrones has been desecrated by having waste put into it on the showroom, I get a little heated because I found somebody's discarded lunch inside of a toilet bowl on the showroom. Uh, boss? That might have been Justin's, actually. I saw him put the... I thought it was odd too, okay? Like, normally when we go out on shift to put waste into the toilets, I understand. You want us taking down our trousers and pooping into them to show the action of the toilet. Yeah, I understand you that. demonstrate Yes, right. using them how they are designed to be used. But last break that we took, I saw Justin didn't eat his lunch. Said he had a bit of a, a tummy thing. He was, he was having some constipation, having trouble pooping. Okay, well, this is really personal. You're saying stuff about me here. Well, I overheard you talking. Well, yeah, to whoever you were talking to, to. My doctor. If it affects the company, it's something that everyone needs to know, okay? If you're not capable of pooping in those toilets, then that's going to fall to my bowels, okay? Now, you can't just go jamming your lunch in there, and I'm sorry for taking over here, boss. This is your scolding. It's okay, you're right. You can't just go jamming your lunch in there, all right? Well, how do you know it's my lunch? I mean, just because I'm constipated doesn't mean I'm putting my lunch in the toilet. What if it's Dan's lunch? It was labeled. It said Justin on it. What if Dan labels his lunch with my name? Do you label your lunch? Uh, of course I label my lunch with Justin's name, but the fact of the matter is I have had diarrhea leaking out of my butt for the last six months on account of I love this company. That is dedication. And I would do anything in order to soil those toilets as I'm required to. I, I feel like I'm being railroaded here. I mean, all you have to go on is a lunch that happens to have my name on it. No, that's not all. There's more evidence. Let me present it now. Earlier, I thought I smelled somebody who'd farted. Yeah. And Justin walked by, and I'm like, oh, Justin, that was a 
you must have farted there. And he's like, yeah, I sure did. And then he turned his head and he went. Just made the sound. Just made the sound of a fart and tried to pawn that off as a fart. I was agreeing with you and then, then confirming by making the noise. Making a fart sound with your mouth and not farting is tantamount to treason just, within the just walls. Describing what it was. I would never do something like that. In the walls of Waste World, this ground is hallowed. Hallowed. I also overheard Justin speaking to his doctor a second time. I go to the private office so I can talk to my doctor in private. But when I started suspecting that you weren't pooping in the toilets like we're supposed to, yeah, okay, maybe my natural instinct to protect the company kicked in a little bit, okay? I heard you say to your doctor, what do you mean I'm going to have to poop in a bag moving forward and I won't be able to poop out of my butt anymore? You're going to poop in a bag? I was going to empty the bag into the toilets. I would like to make a request that you no longer poop on any toilet that isn't on company property. I only want you to do your pooping here at Waste World. That's what I do. Well, that's how I had the medical problems to begin with. I was holding it to get here, and I was just holding it all night. And Oh, don't be such a crybaby. I took a two-week tour of Europe, okay? And I didn't poop once while I was there. Oh, come yeah, on. You're talking about holding it to get here? Well, if you want to get here, and I'm pointing at my manager's office, then yeah, you better hold that. it a lot longer, pal. Look, Justin... Taking stuff from a bag and putting it into a toilet, what you're describing is what we're talking about, okay? Your lunch into the toilet. It's embarrassing. What if I barf? What if I barf into the toilets to show them the how how well you grip the side? I could probably convince myself to throw up every day a couple times. That's, that's just, I don't see how that can work, boss. I mean, Well, I do like that he's highlighting the gripping feature of the toilet. Yeah. What about What about he eats poop and then barfs up the poop? At least that's something. At least then we're moving towards poop where we belong. Oh. This is no, waste world. I don't know if I go. Oh. Imagine that my poor grandmother would have come in during this. She'd be like, oh, I'm going to poop in this time. What is this, a lunch in here? And she would have had a heart attack what and died. I, what if I take my poop bag and I just, I have it kind of so I can squeeze it in so people think I'm pooping in. What if I make it we look like. We don't want to trick our customers. No, what, you going to make farting noises during that time too? Just Dumping out a bag. I mean, Justin, come on. As your colleague, I want to see you excel. Dan, it saddens me that your grandma did not die on an official Waste World toilet. And it breaks my heart every day that she had to die on an off-brand commode. I'm also very embarrassed by that. Believe me, we didn't even publish an obituary for her because of that. I have created a flesh-colored noodle. Well, it's what flesh color? I have a noodle for each oh, shade. Oh, personalized noodles. You got it. Now you can eat a dish that looks exactly like you. Like uh, hair dye, you know, you match up what shade you want. Does this dye that you're talking about, does it also change the taste? It makes it taste chicken-like, yeah. Chicken-like. 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 And I've designed this pasta to sort of, you know, pasta's never really had a layer of fat. That's true. In it before. You've added that to this? I've tried to add like a sort of a... Layer of fat. A top layer. So Ooh. like a like a protective layer, which is made of like a lot of so cellulose. it's literally like taste. It's literally like you're putting pieces of flesh into your mouth. I wouldn't go that far. But let me describe it for you. There's a bit of a skin. Underlying layer of fat. 
sort of a muscly tissue underneath yum, that. Yum, yum. So it's literally like you're putting pieces of flesh in your mouth. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You just but there's a. I put a bone in the center of the pasta. Oh my. Yeah, and ooh, is it good? Are you sure you're not just killing people and selling them as pasta? Now, as a man who has never once considered cannibalism of any kind. I am highly interested in this product of yours. Who's this going to be marketed towards? Anybody. Anybody who's got a mouth. That's a lot of people. A lot of people have mouths. Huge market. So that's a big demographic. Also people who enjoy eating. I think this product is Another big for demographic. It. Let's say a cannibal wanted to eat this product. Just for the sake of argument. We're all agreeing cannibalism is wrong, obviously. Obviously. But uh, let's just put forth this scenario. Would there be some type of red sauce that one could enjoy with the pasta to make the experience more like eating a human cadaver? If, if there's a cannibal that happens Were to Were there to be a cannibal somewhere, somewhere this that would want to taste this? Cannibal substitute, it sounds like. I would say your sauces are probably going to be within the tomato, alfredo, pesto categories. So you got a red, a white, and a green. Like your bile's, right, just like that. Yeah. Good, good. How big are these pieces of pasta going to be if you're putting a bone inside of them? No bigger than a than a lasagna piece, so about the length of a forearm, I guess. That does sound pretty good. We'll have some smaller pastas, which are finger size, some finger foods. All right. We'll have like, elbows, are they gonna spaghetti be elbows, fingers. Ooh. No, they're pasta. It's not a literal. I'm not. I'm not. It's not as if I'm chopping up people. Yeah, Justin, come on, man, get selling, out of this and selling their bodies to eat. Now, let me let me ask you Crazy. one more question here, mm-hmm. having firmly established that none of us endorse cannibalism in any way. Would I be able to, you know, have this pasta, you know, beg for mercy before I put it in the water in some way? Say, you know, please don't eat me, something like that? Absolutely. Our pastas are very, shall we say, they have a personal touch. Oh, are you sure you're not killing people and putting them as pasta? I, I would never do that. I assure you. You have a sickness, Justin. You just can't stop bringing this up. Now, I'm a non-cannibal, as are you, obviously. I think we've definitely established that bond between the two of us. Clearly. Obviously. I would ask this question of you. If I were to eat this product, would I need to eat it Hidden away from all society, making sure no one ever sees me lest they learn my dark secrets? Well, I think you like to eat your friends. I mean, eat with your friends. Of course, I knew what you meant. When you're in public. And if you were eating this on your own, I think you would be having a very human experience. You you were winking when you were saying that. You were literally winking at him when you were saying that. I think a fly flew into his eye, though, during that time. It may have. Sorry, well, I just I'm, tried to swat it. I may as well try some of it. Like, do you have any here? I, I can try it, uh, I guess. You see what I have available. Here is a uh, <laughs> lovely bit of pasta. Definitely not human. It's pretty chunky. I mean, these are like chunks of pasta. Yeah, this is a gourmet tortellini. Oh, oh, oh right. Well, Stuffed pasta. I'll try some. Delicious. Stuffed. A little chewy. Mm. It's not bad flavor, though. Good flavor, right? Mm. 
Now right. I have one other I question about this. this pasta here. If you were to say feed it to a friend of yours who had never tried cannibalism but was always coming down on it as something he'd never want to do, how would he feel about that? Do you think? I'm just gonna keep eating this pasta. I think he'd probably be so focused on flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be thinking about that. You I think what? he'd be thinking about the flavor. This is growing on me. I'm gonna say this pasta is pretty good. It's like an Alfredo sauce or something. Oh, sorry, there's a little fingernail in there. Let me just uh, oh oh get that, that out. It's good texture, though. Where did that come from? Weird <laughs> how that got in the food. Yep, I've got mm. 10. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. Uh, Do you well, think he knows? Yeah, I think he knows. Hey, you are uh, an exterminator, and I've got a critter problem. i got a critter in my yard. I want you to handle it. It's been pestering me. It's. I'll be honest with you. A lot of exterminators have not been able to handle this job. Well, I can handle any job. Yeah? Any job. Any job at all? I stake my reputation on it. Killing critters is your specialty, huh? Absolutely. I've never encountered a critter I can't kill. All right. That's the Steve the Exterminator guarantee. Well, this critter ain't your average critter. Oh? Yeah. In your front yard. Wait, is it... Is it your son? Just your son who's running around in your front yard? Is that... Yeah. He calls himself the Roach. Oh. And so I have brought you in to exterminate this pest that has been pestering me. Dad, I'm building a sandcastle. Yeah, I'll look at it soon, son. Look at it, Dad, look! Oh, oh, I see, I see. pestering me to look at his damn... This is actually... An important thing you need to be aware of when infestations break out. This is the drawbridge. They'll try to expand their territory like this. Yeah, you're... They'll, they'll build a hive. You're real creative, son. I'll look at it in a moment. I use this bucket for the towers. Now you got some sort of spray they'll or something. They'll gather materials or... from the local environment. Oh, I'm glad you called me when you did. You got a trap or something or some spray or a, a I gen- generally prefer to exterminate the pest, you know. He's resilient. It'll be tough to kill. These popsicle sticks are going to be the drawbridge, Dad. Oh, now, sir, you can't have popsicle sticks around out there. That's just going to attract more of them. Okay, if kids find out that you have popsicles here, they're going to be swarming into this place. What's one child today will be 50 children tomorrow. I can't afford to have a swarm of kids infesting my property. It's a good thing you called me. I'm going to go deal with... With this vermin, all right? Okay, you... I'm going to use my G.I. Joes to play castles with this castle. You handle this pest for me, this nuisance. Hey there, little slugger. How you doing? I'm good. I'm building a sandcastle. I can see that you're expanding your territory in this yard further. I made some towers and a wall, and I'm going to make a moat and put water from the ocean into the moat. Oh, you'll be bringing in your own water supply, will you? Yeah, yeah. Damn, good thing he called me. And I'm on a drawbridge over the moat, and that's how people get into the castle. Have you told any of your friends He's about this place, Sonny? Yeah, I, to my friends at school, I tell them that I go play oh. in, on, in the yard, and we have beachfront property, so I get to play on the sand all the time and make the castles. And are they planning to come by too, Sonny Boy? I, yeah, maybe, I, well, I want to have a sleepover with my friends, because other friends have sleepovers too, and I want to have a sleepover uh, too with them to of course. make sand castles with. Of course. This is worse than I thought. I need to go talk to your father for just a moment. Okay. Just... Okay, fun. I like your backpack. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, sir? Uh-huh. Sir? What? Sir? Oh, I've you. done a preliminary investigation of the infestation site, and the infestation is deep-rooted. I will tell you that. Uh, I'm worried that the pest has achieved sentience of some kind. It's clearly able to plan for the future, which I do not think bodes well for your lawn. I agree. Dad, can I use the hose to fill up the moat, or should I just can I use a bucket for the ocean water? Uh, yeah, I use a use a bucket, son. The hose is for house water. Okay. This is the other part of what I wanted to talk to you about. The vermin has clearly imprinted upon you in some way. It thinks that you're its father, and I'm just concerned that when it comes time to eradicate this threat to not only you but your neighbors. Because think about them, right? You have an infestation here. It's only a matter of time before the pest spreads to their buildings. I'm worried that when the time comes, you won't be prepared to really root out this infestation the way it needs to be. Why do I got to root it out? You're the exterminator. That's what I'm paying you for. Okay, good, good. You're being strong. We cut to one week later. Uh, sir? Uh Uh-huh. What? Sir, sorry to creep up on you there. I've been kind of stalking the house for the last week. I haven't found an opportune moment to exterminate the pest yet. Its routine is very erratic. Some days it goes to the playground. Other days it's at a school and then comes back. It's very hard to track its movements. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been all over the place this summer. And I had kids over here sleeping over. I, this is getting worse. I got more sandcastles they Have want me to look Have you traveled recently, sir? Yeah, of course I have. Oh my god, where did you go? To the Gulf of Bjorn. Oh my god, that is a worldwide hotspot. There's an alert for the Gulf of Bjorn. An alert? An alert, you're not supposed to go there, you're going to drag back invasive species. This pest that you've brought home is probably... Something that's going to change the entire ecosystem of this neighborhood. Dad, can I have some Frosted Flakes? Oh, son, you're going to have to go live back with your mother and Bjorn. Oh, I like living with you, Dad. Stay strong, sir. I can't. I like living with you too, son. Thanks, Dad. I love you. Fine. Well, I will just pack up all my extermination gear and I guess I will just be on my way then. All right, guys, I'll do it. But I don't like moderating your debates all the time, okay? Thank you, finally. Well, thank you. So I'll do it. I'll do it, okay? somebody to moderate our debates. So please, moderator. Yes. Okay, I will introduce the debate and thank I'll you. moderate for you, all right? Thank you. No, thank you. Now, Jordan, you will be arguing for the pumpkin. And Justin, you will be arguing against the pumpkin. All right. And as we all know... The topic of this debate is, should pumpkins be used as pies? Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. Is that the end of the debate? That's, you guys are I think we made our point. Happy with that? Pretty strong? Pretty clear. Do you want us to elaborate? Like, I feel like I'm still undecided after hearing the arguments you both brought up. All right, well, uh, pumpkins should not be used as pies. That's pretty compelling. Uh, Jordan, I'd ask for your counterpoint to that. Ever heard of pumpkin pie? It's right in the name. That's also very compelling. Two words, pumpkin pie. Okay, now you've had your time on the floor. Justin, let's hear your rebuttal to this. Okay. Should one use pumpkins for pie? 
I'm going to say no. Oh, that's so compelling. I just don't know what to think. Jordan, can you rebut that for me, please? I would like to say, look at this pie chart. Pumpkin is 100% of... He's prepared charts. You really weren't supposed to bring visual aids to this. Justin, he's unfairly tried to advantage himself with the chart. I think my words will speak for themselves. I'm going to give you a little extra time this round. Should pumpkins be a pie? 100% yes on the pie chart. All right, it's been stricken. 100% no on the chart in my imagination because pumpkins uh, are a savory squash-like thing, and that should not be in pies. It should be in stir fries and stuff. I stopped listening after he said no, but I'm still almost convinced. Jordan, let's bring it back to you for one final word on if they should be pies or not. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, Justin, last word to you. Yeah, he's convinced me. Yes, they should. Well, as the moderator of this debate, then, I have no choice. Justin, you have conceded your position and therefore proven that you're willing to have your mind changed. You won this debate, buddy. Ah, yeah! Darn it. I have brought a little pizzazz to the prison system. Warden, fellow guard. All right. I have decided to make prison a little more exciting. Oh, Fun. wow. This is going to be drab around here. Step this over gonna... here to cell oh. block D. All right. Ooh. And witness as I have made one of the most violent, cruel, and vicious criminals in this prison's history disappear. Oh. Yeah, the cell is empty. Wow. You made him disappear. Normally, this kind of trick, we get to see him disappear. So you've already done that part. He's disappeared. So we just kind of have to take your word for it that he's not somewhere else in the prison right now. We don't get to see him enter the cell and then whoosh, he's just okay, gone. Okay, so like, are you going to bring him back like as part of the conclusion to the trick? Or Check your pocket, warden. Is this his finger? His finger, yes. But where is the rest of him? Ooh, mystery. This is a mystery. You know, this Pizzazz. is fun. It's pretty good. This pretty good more exciting. Check your pocket, fellow guard. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Oh, here, here we go. There's something in this one. Yep. Okay, here it is. Whoa. I got an ear. Wow. Oh, crap. That wasn't supposed to... Uh supposed to come off of him anyway yes he has disappeared magic wow you see okay no pretty good yeah you know what yeah thank you thank you what's your next trick my next trick yeah did you have a second trick lined up for this you can't uh... i will follow it up with another trick you know the strangler of san fran yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. notorious criminal famous serial killer only slightly less violent than the guy who you disappeared. Yeah. That's right. Over here in cell block C. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have a whole block just for him. Let's That's how violent out. he is. All right. So you can see he's standing there in his cell. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Stan. I will draw this curtain. Ooh, this is exciting. This is how it should have went down in the first Theatrics. one. Theatrics. I like this. <laughs> Say the magic words. Abbles, cadabbles. Frabbles bedabbles. Sounds legit. <laughs> Scram, get out of here. These are really odd magic words. Behold! Wow, hey, the cell's oh, empty. Oh, wow. He Holy cow. Disappeared. That's okay, amazing. that was pretty impressive. 
our prison's going to be renowned for having this mystery magic. Sorry, one, just one, one little question. You know, I know you don't want to reveal how you do your tricks, but uh, it sounded a lot like a prison door unlocking and then the prison door sliding. It was behind the curtain. You can't And if I'm tell being it. honest, the secret words sounded a lot like, hey, you scram, get out of here. So I don't know. I don't know. I just... They could have been like... Addiction. I have a skeptical mind, I guess. I mean, come on. Believe in magic, you muggle. I've studied magic for years, Warden. And I can tell you that I will not tell you my secrets. Okay, you're right. That was unfair. You never asked that a was magician unfair. how it does you're right. tricks. It was unfair. What you heard was the sound of magic. It may have sounded like what you thought it sounded like, but I can assure you it was not that. You know, magic's all about misdirection, Warden. I mean, those sounds were probably made to throw us off the scent. Of how it really worked. Yeah. The magic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. Well, I can't wait to see your next trick. I'm sure it's not going to be just another disappearance. We've already seen that twice. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, to be fair, we only saw it once. The other guy was just gone. <laughs> well. This third trick is going to really knock our socks off, I bet. You know, we have an execution planned for today. Oh, I know. Sure do. Death by electric chair. Sure do. The electric chair killer. <laughs> the guy who electrocuted all those people. How ironic. That he's yes. going to be electrocuted himself. Yeah. Oh, I guess I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, it is ironic. Yeah. yeah. Over to the execution chamber, gentlemen. All right. Okay. This is going to be good. As you can see, the electric chair killer. Strapped into the electric chair there. Hi, Al. Would you like to inspect his shackles, his oh, bindings? I I'd, I'd volunteer. Yes, yes. I'd oh, volunteer. Me, 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 me. Me, yeah, me, 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 me. I want it. Okay, all right. Okay, you both go ahead. Examine him. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, he's strapped in pretty oh, tight yeah. right here. Pretty tight there. Yep. Yeah. Looking good. Good. It's good stuff. All right. You're satisfied that he, he can't escape I, his bindings? I am satisfied. I, yeah, I can't see how he would ever never, escape his never bindings. never met you before, sir, that we've never, that, that he cannot escape. All right. Just draw this curtain. A lot of curtain stuff in this show. It's like a young David Copperfield. That's good. He has a theme, though. That keeps yeah, it keeps it grounded. It, yeah, we're, you know, weaves it all together. I will now utter the magic words. Oh, let me just go behind the curtain. Let's go behind the curtain again. Well, it's a theatrics. It's the mystery, right? Sure, we don't sure. know what he's doing back there. <laughs> Did you undo your belt, no. sir, officer? Yeah, no, I've, I've, mine's still on. Oh, maybe I undid mine without knowing. No, it's... Ankle one stuck. Can you move your ankle? Lift your ankle up. Well, I don't know. Try the other ankle. Try both ankles. Is everything, the everything okay uh, by the curtain there? Please don't interrupt the magic process. I utter the magic word. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, don't ruin the trick. I don't want to ruin the trick. I'm sorry. I just God, I can't take you anywhere. Come on, wiggle your ankle. Wiggle it. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle your ankle. Wiggle both your ankles then. Fine, I'll, ju I'll just cut it. I'll just cut it. All right. This one's taking longer than the other ones. Why? To be fair, I don't know how long the first one took. We we saw that one. The first one could have taken hours of prep. Yeah. Maybe that's why he didn't do it in front of us. Yeah, that could be. You know, you don't want to waste people's time like that. Just show them the aftermath of the trick. Oh, are you? Uh... I'm. Almost ready. Almost oh. ready. Okay. All right. Now, if one of you would just kindly throw the switch. Oh, okay. Oh. Warden, do you want to? I'd love to do the honors. Yeah. Be part of the trick. One sharp jerk down to the contact. I know now. I know. After the last one, I know. Okay? okay. Believe me. All right. All right. <laughs> 
Oh. Oh my god. Oh, that's rank. That smells. Can't wait to see what's behind that curtain. Holy cow! It's my fellow prison guard. It's Jordan. He switched places with him, like when the curtain was wow, drawn. Wow, and he's completely been electrocuted whoa, by the electric chair. Whoa, mind blown. I've never seen anything mind like that before. Mind blown. Oh, That's wow. amazing. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Good Improv Show. We'll be back next Saturday at 7, right here on gradio.ca. And that's on Edmonton's best local station. You can also check out goodimprov.com for past episodes and some funny articles. You can also check us out on social media at Good Improv. A bunch of you send in suggestions to help inspire the theme for this episode. And so from Facebook, we would like to thank Rachel Whipple, Jim Horlock, and Rachel Ironmonger for sending in their suggestions of pumpkin, critter, and wasteland. And on the Twitter, we'd like to thank at GetMyGist and at AmyGirl for the suggestions of noodles and dazzle. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Have a great day.